0: Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, man, woman, child, and all beast, it is another episode, so we are back on the couch, your favorite couch in mind, The don't sleep on the couch podcast, I'm one of your hosts, part of the traffic, your man 50 grand, Hudrico, and to my right, left, up, down, I don't know, but who's coming up next?
1: Hey, you know you got Mr. Prayers in the building, a.k.a. AKA Sergeant Raider but I mean we, just, we had enough of Sergeant Raider today. I I'll be cool on it.
0: Please record that part of the pod and let's make sure we get that in the loop. Please. <laughs> I, de- I, de-
2: I definitely I definitely will. He had enough of himself today. <laughs> Thank you Jesus. Hey, hey y'all, he, he poke his head up again. <laughs> hey y'all, this your boy Cash AKA Exec P we back. what's was happening good people, man. I'm ready to pod
0: today, boys. Listen up, fellas, before we get into the other stuff, man, we we will not be remiss if we don't start this pod with probably one of the most, I won't even say controversial because there's no controversy. One of the most disgusting, deplorable, um, heinous verdicts I've seen from a judicial system in a long time. And that is the outcome of the grand jury verdict on the Breonna Taylor case. I'm gonna pass this on off to y'all to get started. I have some very deep seated frustrations and anger about this topic, about this outcome, and the way this was handled, and the fact that a wall means more than a life. Is just, it's just, it's, it's sad.
1: So. As we start off, man, you'd have heard people and they dated pick sides. They didn't say, Oh, I'm not for the movement. I'm not for this defund police. Uh I'm 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 pro-cop or you're doing like we gotta have law. All you do is obey the rules and everything. Somebody come in your house, you're gonna you're gonna shoot off a gun. No knock order, right? This is a cookie cut example of why. We said there has to be reform within the police's department, within our judicial system, you know, on the way they, they allow these things. No way in the world should I shot by the cops coming and looking for somebody they already caught. They already caught earlier that day. Why was these orders still going on? Why was they still pressing to be up there? And then once again, like I said, the, the boyfriend comes out shooting. Just like I, I would have done the same thing. You come to my house, I don't know who it is. Like, obviously, if they thinking drugs there, like what what type of neighborhoods are these? Like, it's it's like you, it, it don't even matter. Like, hey, you, you have these people coming into your house. I'm gonna shoot. Like, I don't know who. I, I didn't invite nobody here. Somebody's just busting in my house, and it sounds like a group of people. I can we ain't about to fight. They they got guns out. I'm shooting too point blank.
2: Yeah, President. And like the, the thing that I, I kind of took from it the most, man, is like you said, like there was no reform that come, that came of it as a result of this, like nothing came of it. And that's like the most disheartening thing. Like there's still no, not warrants there, even though they saw what it did, you know what I mean? Like, so as I looked at the press conference from uh, the attorney general, because I wanted to have my own opinion. I didn't want to get a recap from anybody that is biased, anybody that is has a lot of emotion going into it. I just really wanted to see what uh, Daniel Cameron had to say, the attorney general over this. Right. And not one time did he really mention her by name. Uh, not one time did he really speak on reform. Not one time did he really speak on um, facts in regards to Brianna Taylor's side of the story or her, her end. Like it was strictly on the side of the facts as related to the cops. You know what I mean? It had nothing to do with what they did wrong. It had everything to do with what the cops did. Did they follow the law? This, that, and the third. And I'm like an innocent woman who was asleep in her bed died. Like, I don't, you don't have a problem with that as an attorney general? You don't have a problem with that? Like, I just couldn't get it through my head. Like, and and, and like HUD said, like, they indicted one cop because that cop endangered her neighbors. Not the woman that's died, that, that died, not Breonna Taylor, but the neighbors that are still here to see another day. And I got one last thing. I've been reading. I've been seeing. I mean, you know, I'm on social media probably at least as much as Hedrico. We probably on social media a lot. I know you're not on it as much. And, mm-hmm. you know, people brought up the settlement, of 12 million. A civil case has nothing to do with what we're talking about in terms of this grand jury. Two separate things. Two separate things. So, of course, that family would rather have her here than that 12 million any day. Any day, all day, seven days a week, 365. But you're going to give me this civil case money too as well for my, for the family suffering. Like I know she didn't have kids or anything like that, but the, the thing is, man, like you, you can't equate the two and that, that kind of bothered me as well. So the family blaming as well. I mean, at the very least, man, this deserved a second degree, manslaughter. man. Like you already caught the person earlier, in the day or just earlier before this no, not warrant is even signed. Why was it signed? I didn't hear anything about that from uh, Daniel Cameron. When I was listening to his hour long press conference, nothing. So now we're still left with trying to peel back the layers because we weren't given anything. We were given a well-spoken Daniel Cameron who spoke to the facts, wasn't emotional and he delivered a very good press conference. However, there's still a lot to be said and with that man I'll, I'll turn it over to you huh, Man. so
0: gentlemen um, I know a lot of times we always talk about like huh, you know gotta be serious about some stuff sometimes things ain't funny and, and and if there was ever time to tell you a place where there's no room for a joke I'm gonna be die hard serious with y'all right now first off 12 million dollar civil suit that was a ploy for them to shut up the black people, to say, hey, look what we did. We settled out of court. We gave this family $12 million. I guarantee you that some people were saying she wouldn't have made $12 million her entire life. You don't know what the hell that woman would have made. But this is why they do these type of things, because, number one, the fact that you made that public. Why couldn't it have been said, like it has in other cases, the civil suit was, was settled, we don't need to put the dollar amount out. To me, when you put the dollar amount out, you want it to be known what you've done because you thought that amount of money was going to satisfy. That's, the, that, that's how much we valued that life. And we had to show that we did something. So we, we tried to put what we felt was an impressive number out, $12 million. Let me tell you something. I, uh, as a parent, there is no amount of money you're going to give me for one of mine. No, there's not, there's not even close. You can, a billion, that's not a dollar amount. Now let's move on to the, to the press conference. You're right, Prakash, was very stoic and he answered the exact questions that he needed to answer for his job. But he didn't answer the questions that needed to be answered to give us some type of answers. He answered questions without answering questions. There is no reform. There is no change. Nothing changed. Basically, they said everything, what these officers did was correct, other than shooting into the wall. They valued the wall more than this young lady's life. This... I don't want to be controversial because I don't want to disrespect anybody. But it's amazing how when crimes and things happen from are offended by different people, certain situations happen. Let me give you an example. I'm not an animal lover, but I love Peter and what they respect. What you do, what you do. Michael Vick spent more time in jail for killing dogs then these officers are going to kill for killing a human being. I need you to let that sit in. An animal will get you in jail sooner than it will for killing a human being when you have no justified reason. But yet, we as a population, as a group, we're supposed to feel safe with sending our kids outside to say, hey, go play. Hey, go be great. Go do what you can do because the world's there for you. People in sports made these comments, say her name, That the say her name movement, Um, LeBron James been very vocal on all these different type of things. And, Prez, you know, before we started, we were talking about college football and we were talking about getting change and, you know, some of the things that need to be done in that sense. The change that needs to start right now is stuff like this, because this is the most important change when we're not even valuing. Human life. You can walk in somebody's house. How do you parent that? All, all, both of you have kids. Let me ask you this question. How do you teach your kids to do right when sleeping in your bed is wrong? When playing video games with your nephew in your home is wrong? When trying to say, hey, uh, I'm not resisting and you still get shot is wrong. Tell me how as black parents, I'm supposed to say, hey, this is how you're supposed to act in today's world. Real life question because I'm gonna be honest with you at this point, after seeing these transgressions, after seeing transgressions that continue to happen over and over and over again, I'm fucking clueless.
1: So, I'm gonna try to pull the MM here, you know what I mean? Because I don't try to feel uh, answer the questions that I feel like people are gonna come back and say, Well, what about this? What about that? Right? So, if they thought the person was coming there visiting, whatever, right? Uh, uh, the the drug dealer that they called earlier. Right. So hold on. Hold are on. you not, are you not supposed to go and talk to these people? Are you just supposed to shut them people completely out? And are we going to constantly be judged by the company or are the people that we are associated with, not I mean, knowing everything that they're doing in the background?
2: Go can ahead. I say something real quick? So the ex-boyfriend was a drug dealer. The current oh, boyfriend okay. wasn't, I just wanted to get that out there so that anybody oh, listening okay. would know the difference between the two, so that was the the ruse. There. That, that's that was hiding, that was it. Yeah, that that's that was hiding. It was there. an
1: ex boyfriend,
2: ex boyfriend, not the current boyfriend. He was a legal okay. gun owner and all that stuff. So yeah, but so. continue on, brother.
1: Okay, so, yeah, and then the people that you come around, like, you can't care for people or nothing like this, or you can't be around people who are doing this, even though you don't even know what people are doing behind closed doors or what they're doing on their little side business. If she lived with them, probably that's why she broke up with them. She didn't want to be around that. She's an EMT. Obviously, she goes out there and care for people in these hurt and... and Horrible situations, you know, like when people at their worst, that's what EMT is going to be there for or when they fell down, need help on all this stuff. Right. But what I was getting at was just like, are we responsible and are we viable for the company that's around us, despite not knowing what they're doing behind closed doors? Because if that's the case, if that's the case and that's where you want to stand on. The same people get the same treatment about Epstein. Why aren't houses getting broken into to find out what evidence they got at their house? No knock warrants been given on them. That's fair, as fair, right? If we saying that we want to look at this fair and equitable, like then that's what should be happening at these places. Hey, we took we we, we took down Epstein, but we're gonna have a no-knock warrant at the same time at all these politicians' houses, all of these uh, uh, actors and actresses, all these big businesses. We're gonna have it all at their houses too. We're hitting this at the same time, no-knock warrants, just breaking in. I
2: remember that uh, I forget what scene it was in The Wire season one, but it had kind of perfectly summed up the grand jury and how they view things and the different dynamics that go into how they, they move to one side or the other, as far as they're going to indict a cop for whatever the case may be. Like it, it just, it just comes to, to like knowing all of the things that, uh, Daniel Cameron, as far as who he supports, Mitch McConnell and all that stuff. I don't want to d- dive deep into to politics on who's supporting, uh, that man, but I think I kind of said it without saying it. Is you know where he's leaning towards, and he can't lean towards the people in this instance, which is Breonna Taylor. He has to lead towards the the blue. boys in blue. You know what I mean. And again, if you listen to his hour long press conference, he says nothing in regards to all of the questions that you have. None of them. Or answered. Why was a no-knock warrant signed for somebody that was already in custody? How does that make sense? Like, that wasn't an answered. You know what I mean? And then, this can go wrong on a no-knock warrant. When you bust in somebody's house, you know as a cop to expect fire back, especially if you have a no-knock warrant. This is somebody who's violent, right? This I'm is sorry. what's going to happen. Nine times out of ten. You know what I mean? So... I just don't get the rationale and I just don't get the the uh I, I just don't get how a life, a black woman's life, um, not not a black person. But right below that, then you got black women. Right. Because this is what you're telling me in this instance. You know what I mean? He got charged for endangering someone else other than the person that he killed. I just can't wrap uh, my head around that to make sense. Boys, I just can't wrap my head around it.
0: Gentlemen, here's the scary part, and I, I'm not saying that we can't continue this, but you already know how this can go into a spiral, but I, I want to, if I can, I want to end this on the question I really want to hear y'all answer to. How many of you were surprised with the outcome? Because I wasn't, and that is sad to me.
2: Yeah, no, nah, I, I hate to be jaded as well to that point to where, like, <sighs> this is what you come to expect. Like, this is but, what you come to expect, um, but what i will say on a positive note is that that 12 million that the family gained while i know they much rather have her life back that's the type of shit that needs to continue to happen these these um you know these these counties, these cities and 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 so on and so forth continue to have to pay out those amounts maybe shit changes now i'm not saying i would hate for somebody to have to die for that you know what i mean but those are the type of things that need to keep happening, those huge settlements, because there's, there's nothing else you can do outside of the thing that we keep being fed. Go vote at your local state government, go vote local, state, and all that stuff. Continue to do those things. Don't sit at home on November 3rd. Go vote for whoever you want to vote for, whoever that may be. You know what I mean? All you can do is keep preaching those type of things to get the type of people like Daniel Cameron out of office. Yeah.
1: True story. So, uh, you you. so I I I thought it was going to be a positive outcome. I thought with everything that was highlighting and the people that were highlighting, the whole NBA constantly talking about this, Oprah backing it up, putting up billboards. Like I really thought this was going to get a bigger outcome. The protest has been none that's been non-stop, just been going on. Like it was too much of a high Viz case for it not to come out with something else. Like that's, that's what I, that's what I thought coming into it. Like I did not expect this verdict. Uh, I thought they was going to actually change up some things and you're going to have a positive movement on everything, but obviously uh, it came out the way it is. And and, and we still here, we still here. And then like uh, the $12 million, man, she was an EMT. Like how many people was she gonna save or could affect it in their life that could have, you know, went on to had a positive change within the neighborhood community? Hell, could have been a big superstar. You you never know. Uh, Just that is taken away, and we don't have that aspect in in our community no more. It's just gone. Just gone. Twelve million dollars don't replace that. It's invaluable.
0: Facts. It does not. not, From the DSC crew to the family of Breonna Taylor, our condolences to you and your family and through these hard times, we do wish you guys nothing but the best, so um, from the Hudson family, Fred family, and Wilson family, um, we appreciate you, and we're sorry for what you had to go through, and we hope and wish this happens to no one else, but I'd i be a fool to say it won't.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, man, uh, you know, I think we did it last time, and I'm sure we won't do it again, but let's let's give a quick moment of silence again to Rihanna Taylor, man. All right, fellas. Um let's, let's uh let's bring up the mood. Let's let's talk about some stuff to get our mind off of things. You know what that means. That's sports and music. Which one y'all wanna go to first?
0: what up fellow couches it's your man hadrico do me a favor take a break out of your busy schedule and like subscribe and share to the don't sleep on the couch podcast dsc underscore podcast you can find us on instagram facebook youtube subscribe like share tell a family member tell a friend tell a coworker. tell somebody you don't even like maybe you can brighten up somebody else's day with this phenomenal podcast it's my favorite podcast and yours oh let's go and hit these sports let's talk about these lakers All right. Well, man, you got the floor,
2: Prez. You got the floor, man. Your boys are back where they belong.
1: We had a lot of doubters. It was like, oh, Murray being here, three and one, like, they're going to make this comeback. I think it was one hater specifically. Like, right over there. Like, uh, that's, that's you hood, Rico, if you didn't catch what I'm getting. Uh, and then you, you did. <laughs> <laughs> that was just hating saying, no, at least going six. Uh, go back and read the tapes. I was like, uh, you you said it. <laughs>
0: I did think it was going six. I gave it uh, a gentleman's but, but,
1: suite. And... and I thought the whole time I told y'all Bron is focused. Brown is doing it for that guy right there. He'd have made it, uh, made it his promise. He's gonna get it done. We're coming back with this chip. There's only one way it's going. Hey, Miami, I'm sorry. Y'all go ahead and start making your making your vacation plans, start planning on what you're gonna do for during the off season, how you're gonna rebuild. Hey, you can even just talk about going through some couple marches and stuff like this, but it's over with for y'all over here. You know, you know start thinking how you can be a positive changer Chris always talking,
2: man. But this is one of the rare times. I'm on board with you. I'm on the train, <laughs> baby. I'm on the LeBron James train. Now, this is when it's time to close out shit. What he did last night. That's what I've been wanting to see for all these years. Trip, triple that triple double was he did it. He did it the night before too. No, I'm just saying like it's, it's when oh, okay. it's when it's go time. I mm-hmm. know what it's like? You know, he had him on his team before. <laughs> he know what it's like to to, to got see greatness. He had a red somewhere. House? You know what I mean? That he. Eddie. I don't. I'm sure. I don't know when he' gonna wear them, but maybe he should break them out if they make it to the finals. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. what nah, I'm man, saying man, is, bro. that, he guys. You, man. It, yeah, man. He just did what he needed to do. Like everything I complain about, he did last night. Posting up, taking that shit to the hole, and just and he was on fire too.
1: Go to say it. That's the reason he
2: came. That's, that's reason, the reason he the That's the reason. I mean, look, man. We always <laughs> said he was great, man. It's just like you have to achieve. Greatness by doing great things consistently. And when it's time to close out a team that came back from 2-3-1 uh, deficits and you got them on the ropes, you do that. You don't do what Kawhi did. You don't do what Paul George did. You don't do what none of them boys do. You close shit out. And Ugh. that that like, right like. there taught me, told me everything I needed to, to see about I don't care if Boston come out, I don't care if Miami come out. It's just a matter of when they're going to lose. That's 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 really all it is. It's just a matter. Oh, I would love a storyline with Miami with, oh, you know, with Pat Riley, how Pat Riley say he didn't say what he said. And then when LeBron said that um, his motivation for winning that 2016 championship, when everybody at Miami told him he was stupid for leaving Miami. But Pat Riley said, oh, I didn't say that, you know, what I mean, you know, all that stuff. That, that's a great storyline and all, you know, beating your former team that helped you, you know, win your first championship. And then you got Boston. You got the legacy teams. You know what I mean? Young Tatum and Brown and Kimba getting in there. And
1: uh, you got a lot of good storylines. Like, but we, we talk about Boston. Can we tell the big three to just shut the hell up, man? Like nobody want to hear from these guys. They're like
2: got, the most overhyped championship ever. <laughs> ever, you won they, one championship alone. You won one championship. Shut the hell up, Paul Pierce. God damn! Like, look, like you were at. Yeah, they were supposed to win maybe two or three, but nobody gives them shit because you know why? Because nobody just really expected you to win it. That let's be honest, you're not the king. You're not nobody that's of that stature on the list to where we hold you that accountable to winning. You won one, and that's enough for your entire career. LeBron has to win how many to be mentioned? He's mentioned with the greats, but he's fucking vilified at the same time. Basically, where it goes, like one more good team come through the Celtics love thing,
1: like era, and y'all will be forgotten about. They win two championships, y'all forgotten about that. They'll say that team, and then uh, they'll go back and say, uh,
2: Oh, yeah, done. I mean, just look, all I'm gonna say back back to your point, Perez. I'll finish it out. Boston's championships were front loaded like a motherfucker when it was like eight teams in the league. Okay. So for the Lakers to beat, Boston, if Boston gets to the finals, and then the Lakers finally overtake Boston as far as all time championships in the league, as far as the most won. And then they have them the most spread out over the course of all these years. You know what I'm saying? They've remained consistent, you know, world beaters as far as how many championships they got. They will get that on the heels of Kobe's death. Like, I think it would have mean a lot. You know what yeah. I mean? So, no matter what team comes out the East, I think it's going to be a good series. I just think that. It goes five, maybe six, no matter what team comes mm. out.
1: The last thing I want to say about those mm. that Celtics right there, right? The Celtics, they get mad at LeBron because they say LeBron ran down to Miami. And like if you had all three of them together, a court, but LeBron couldn't do it alone. Neither could y'all. Y'all started this big three nonsense. Like y'all started these superstars linking up. The minute y'all did it, everybody else was like, oh, this is thing. We can do it. And everybody did it better than y'all. Get over it. (laughs) Let's go, huh?
0: Uh oh, man. First off, congratulations to the Lakers for making it to the finals. Thank you. Thank you. And while I would love to sit here and talk about what's going to happen, we got to take care of our own business first. We need to finish out. Like Jay Z said, you got to finish your breakfast. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I felt like. Game five, we should have won, but we just we had to lead the most game. But then Boston got on a nice little hot streak; they start hitting, and we just we couldn't hit the the broadside of a barn. Um, and that happens when you live with the three ball. They locked our asses you up. Hit. That's that's what you leave it out. No, they play great defense. They did. I that type of defensive effort. I can't see them doing that twice, um, but we, we don't want to even have to worry about it twice. Hopefully, we can handle this business a day and in this because you get it to a game seven and then becomes anybody's game.
2: So, what game are you um, watching? The Bucks? or you watching the, the Heat game? Like, what's more important to you? Um, we we're recording this um, on a Sunday, so what what game is more I'm, important?
0: I'm watching a little bit of both, and I'll put I'm you on the spot. Back. I'm who back and
2: wins forth? the game? Who Boston versus Miami? Who wins
0: the Miami Heat? If they don't win, what do you got to say? What do you care to wager? If they don't win, then they heat win game seven.
1: Yes, let's do a $5 bet. People just throwing that $5 bet. Yeah, $5 bet.
2: I don't, you know, PayPal can't even cover the $5, the tax on that. <laughs> I, would, I would not disrespect no, myself. Friends in,
0: if you, if you put friends and family, it'll cover it. <laughs> uh, uh, I no, was thinking it's of something.
2: You, you keep the Knicks Listen. profile pick on your uh, picture until
0: next season. I like NBA it. I like stuff. it. And, until, it. Until, until the season start, that's never going to happen. I, I could do it. you for confident, like, right? I could do it for the whole season. I wouldn't even want to look at that for the whole season. But you confident, though. So if the Heat win the series, you're going to keep a Heat thing up for the entire— If the
2: Heat win the series, I will talk nothing but their good graces no, no, no. the entire NBA no, no, Finals. No, no, no. That's no, no, my terms. No, 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 that's my terms. No. My, no, name, ain't, terms. my name ain't no. LaShawn Cromartie. Hi <laughs> Oh, by the way, Kamali, we have an official
0: bet. By the way, you placed the bet. I accepted the bet. I don't understand what the t- shit you talking off, about. Off the
2: tangent. Off the tangent, listeners. If you pose a bet, I, I need I need to know this for all betting. Yeah, please moves. respond to this, please. please, people. If if just just tell me. And please. I think are we gonna put this out here too on our um our promo? If you pose a bet to your boys or your girls, and you say. I bet such and such wins this and you give parameters and somebody else says, I'll take that. Is it's that a, a confirmed bet?
0: It has to be. Yes, that's a bet to
2: me. That's a bet to me. That's a bet to me. Same
1: here. Same here. I, that's yeah, a bet man, to I done me. did that before. I didn't walked with say some shit that I didn't want to and walk yeah, right talk, into talking it. Talking like, big,
2: dragging your nuts across the, <laughs> across the floor. And <laughs> here we are.
0: You in a bet. <laughs> you know, so I think that, look, we, I'm, I look forward to hearing the replies. But look, Miami's got to handle this business and get through Boston. Once we get through Boston, I cannot wait to talk Heat Lakers. But to me, it's disrespectful to talk Heat Lakers and we ain't even there. Listen,
2: I, I almost wanted to be Heat Lakers now that I think about it because we got some work to do if it's Heat Lakers. We gonna be mm. up early at the crack of dawn. We Facebook live and we IG live and we talk. We we I talking about I this. I can't.
0: I can't wait because I get to watch it at regular time. get he, Wake up. Well, I, give it I watch them anyway. I the watch them anyway. Yeah, yeah, I've been I'm watching a, the Lakers game
2: anyway. But shit talk and being up at the same time. I can't wait. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: and then you got me and Perez going head to hit the head. Oh, I'm gonna love God. it. I'm, I'm just you get your popcorn. I'm on the ready. Side line, you know,
2: cause my team ain't ever shit. So I just get the. This I get, thing the, I get the witness every
0: time, every
1: time <laughs> this happens. All of a sudden. The person who's on social media nonstop is absent for 30, 45 minutes. They just—I oh, don't know what they, they had to do. A store run, beer run, whatever they had to go. They just absent. They just don't talk. All of, they a, come sudden, back the, all of come a sudden, all of a sudden, the messages
2: is left on good red. Game. You don't see their picture near the messages no more. <laughs> that be that be hard oh. when he losing boy. <laughs> no, we Tyler just played hero the
1: memes. Oh. What so was a bucks at New Orleans first quarter. Woo! We here. We in this. Rest of the game solid. <laughs> they they played a good game. I give it to
2: the Saints. Yeah, he'd be like, no. <laughs> he'd, he'd be he be on his shack shit defense. Um, they did their job. and <laughs> know, office they did exactly what they needed to do. Fuck
0: <laughs> <laughs> both of y'all. <laughs>
1: When he was throwing them interceptions, I couldn't get nothing out of them. Man, it was crazy. <laughs> hey, but we, that's it. That's it. Well, who you
2: got? You got Miami coming Ooh, damn, out I of miss, the course. You know what I did, I got, Miami,
0: I, got, I got Miami coming out. And then once they do that, listen, once they get set, I would like to do a Facebook Live NBA Finals preview Yes, um, do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm down. And we talk, and we go basketball and we tell ta- you know, I'll be the heat um, aficionado. You'll be the I'll Pelican, be impartial, aka Laker aficionado. Caruso
2: gonna be like and then Cash. You'll, the you'll be,
0: you'll be. <laughs> oh, and then the we brown. also
2: got the Kobe book, the Mamba mentality. Um, yeah, yeah, um, review coming up as well with the leadership qualities. Month.
1: Month. Oh, we're gonna do it. We're doing it during this.
2: We're gonna have to. We get why strike while the iron's hot, baby. Oh. Fifty pages a day. Fifty pages a day. I know, I know. We ain't even including you in it, Hut. Don't worry about it. Thank you. We hold I appreciate you. (laughs) Don't even (laughs) worry about reading or or buying an audio book because you got a twenty-five minute ride to work. (laughs) (laughs) You know (laughs) the audio (laughs) book. Yeah, you just got to spend some money on (laughs) Um. (laughs) it. It's for the goddamn pod, man Yo, this is the cheapest Oh, I almost I almost lost my shit Real quick oh, well, I almost, I almost talked to y'all how I talk offline But anyway <laughs> But yeah, this is an right. audio book So, you know, however you want to do it You know Hey, Frank, is it on the um, Hell it, no, it ain't You got no, to buy it no, no, You no, got to buy it I
1: had it. to buy I <laughs> brought it to. <laughs> hey You bought it? Let me get the link I got the I bought it No, oh, no, I brought the book I got it right here
2: oh, Um, You know you, you got the dude. audio book? No, 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 no he got the book too. Boom. Right Kobe Bryant.
0: Mamba mentality. None of y'all bought the audio book? Nah, I had to have nah. this, man. We got to have it. The- All right, listen oh. up, listen. Hey, some of y'all, somebody shoot me the audio book link, man. Hey. <laughs> find, a,
2: find a way to... Uh... You going hey. to illegally pirate the late, great Kobe.
0: What? You ain't kind of respect. Support. support. What kind of support? That's a, that's a Mamba mentality. Think of the kids, man. Hey, the kids. Come on, man. Hey, that's man. a mama mentality. Think of Capri, Hesh. man. Come on, man. Hesh. That's a mama mentality by any means necessary. Oh my
2: god. I can't wait till uh Hogan hey, see this man. Derek so, is Iggy, Iggy, so gonna have your neck for this, man. Book a body man. goddamn that's audio a mama man.
0: mentality.
2: Oh lord,
1: hey, that's who we need to have on for it. Yeah, he can that's definitely he he
2: can be... definitely uh, chime in. I so he's a Laker y'all fan too. To... <laughs>
1: Oh, my yeah, boy, Iggy's,
2: Iggy's no, Loud would, Mouth Podcast. Know. Check out Iggy's Loud Mouth Podcast. Not, I repeat, Iggy's out, Loud Mouth
0: Podcast. Check that out. But we will not have two Lakers on here. I would not. This is not going to be no double team. <laughs> Oh, I
2: got, I got you. I got you. I got you. You know I'm impartial. I'll I'll, I'll play both sides of the you fence. Just,
0: you just said who you was going for. 30, 15, less than 10 minutes. I can ago. share my can. screen and show you my um, picks for the, the uh, entire playoffs. Hey, I mean, did, I'm y'all, just
2: did y'all
1: watch the, uh, the podcast with... Uh, uh, the all the smoke podcast where they had
2: AI on it? Yeah, yeah, man. Um yo, that was a good ass interview, man. That was very good, man. I mean like long as hell, but it was a good, a good man, ass interview.
1: But it was good, man. AI, man, I got like it, it. just made me gain even more respect. I love when these old guys like come out and talk, and not talking nonsense like the Celtics players be talking about. Like actually giving people their props and talking about their tough games and how it really went, giving us a little bit behind the scenes. Like when he when he revealed about the practice, when he said the practice practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll say we'll say that for last, but he 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 talked about that. You know what I mean? And then uh, just the players he played with and. The adversity that he had to just like overcome, like to, to get where he was at. Like, I mean, we all know the story about like in college, the bowling alley, all that little stuff. Like we didn't, we didn't seen all that, but just like what he was dealing with day to day, injury-wise, and then still coming out there and giving it. And the way he was like emphasizing, it was all for love of the game and the in the fans. A lot of it was the fans. He really, really loved the fans. And that's that's something rare like, that you actually get. Yeah, like, he
2: was talking about why he was come out for the game looking like Fred Sanford and shit like that. Like, he would walk and then be like, his wife would be like, I don't think he gonna play the game because he could barely walk to go take a piss. But then, later on that he night, he dropped 30. He bought at 30. Yeah, yeah. So, like, that shit was just like, and, and that was because he just wanted to be there for his teammates. This is a regular season game. We talking about load management. That some of these guys are on right now, LeBron, Kawhi, and plenty mm. others. You know what I mean. But what I'm saying is, like the love of the game, just being around the fellas, just wanting to be great, night in and night out. That shit is rare, man. It is it, rare, and it was it was refreshing to hear. It was it's about almost two hour uh, podcast, but.
0: The shit was good, but man. But you know what? Though you, man, could also, you could also tell, though, that he felt that way about fans. Anytime you watched him play, you know, we grew up in a great era of basketball where you got to see the greatest of all times, the MJ. But then you saw people like AI. You can see how he just played into the crowds and how he gave his whole body into the sport. You, you actually, you don't even see that no more. That players give that type of passion into it, especially now with all the stuff we got going on. But and you think about the way that AI played and the way he fed off the fans, he probably would have opted out of this bubble shit. He probably just wouldn't, he just, cause that, that's, he needs that. That's, that's what gives him his juice and gives him his life is playing in front of those people.
1: Yeah. I just recently watched a football life too, the Chad Johnson one. And it's, man, it's just funny. Like I watched that and then, that one was the one I chose to watch. And that's what Chad Johnson said. Same thing with him. You know, like that's what he fed off of was the fans. Like he came to put on the show. He didn't care about the money, all the fines and stuff that he usually get and everything. It was just nothing. He was like, that's where he kept doing the dances and stuff like this. It was like, these people pay $70. I'll make sure I get the fans what they came here for. And he just tried to go out there and have just a, a hell of a game every time for them. You know what I mean? And that's what AI was talking about. <clears throat> And then he was talking about on like uh you know how he tried to give back game to the to the young people in in the in the league now and just not going through the same things that he will that he went through like because he didn't really have nobody besides the coach he gave big props up to uh, Brown uh, and John and,
2: Thompson rest in peace as well yeah um but uh, again like before we get further into this this, this uh, discussion. It's all the smoke podcast with Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson. You know, Steven Jackson went into the stands when in the Indiana Pacers and you know what I mean? And uh, the Matt, Matt in the Barnes, um, you know, champion as well. You know, even though he sat the bench with the Lakers, I'm just, I'm just joking though, but uh not the Lakers, uh, Golden State Warriors, but uh, and uh Clippers and he played on uh, the magic, but yo, they have one of the dopest uh, sports podcasts that's out there outside of DSC podcast. You know what I mean?
0: But um, I mean, Everybody can't be DSC. No, you can't. You AI. can't.
2: But uh, but they they are pretty dope, and I listen to theirs every time it drops. So it's an hour and fifty six minutes. But if you were AI fan, or if you were just a fan of hoop, you you gonna dig this interview because AI just one of them real ones. I could sit and listen to AI talk for hours, man. Mm-hmm. I really can. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like what he was saying about like the, the troubles and stuff that he went through and how he tried to give back that game to like the younger generation. Cause I, I feel like people didn't tell him like they, like he's trying to tell the other people, like they, some people still ain't going to listen. They were like, Oh, whatever. He going to try to go through it. But at least he tried to give it back. He's
2: trying to, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. And I'm after that, I watched that interview, boy, I was on watch trying to find them, uh, them red AIs or whatever. I was yeah. trying to find those. Cause I ain't got those in my collection. I bought a Georgetown Hoyer jersey, so he got me, man. That, that <laughs> hour and fifty six minutes is on its way. The Georgetown yeah, Hoyer. stuff yeah. I, I went, I went and bought the jersey and everything, man, so we could talk some noise. You know what I'm saying? But he that's, spoke, that's one he of spoke, guys, it. man.
1: He spoke on another little too, where he was talking about, like, how Stephen Jackson is, like, working the activist side and all this stuff after all the rallies and stuff, and he's saying, like, people ask him, but he's not that guy to be doing that. Like, he want to make Great sure point. he give the people their lane to actually do it. He's saying, like, if he get up there, he may say something wrong. He, he ain't built for that type of talk, but this is obviously what Stephen Jackson was built for, and he's going to keep giving him the platform to allow him to do that. Now, if he can get in there where they want him he's gonna throw out his name or something like that where he can keep get up there and speak it's putting the right people on at the right time and not speaking just out
2: just speaking to speak yeah just speaking to speak when like we know all right what each other's strengths are here on this podcast we can we get better in other areas absolutely but that don't necessarily need to happen instantaneously when you put on the spot, like if somebody going to say something about uh, some money stuff or whatever the case may be, even though I'm good on money and I got my theories, I'm, I might toss it to hood because he can readily talk to certain things because he's been through certain things. So I think that was like a dope pickup on that because he was big uh, Matt, not Matt, but uh, Steven Jackson up. He also was bigging up The youngins in the game, as far as Tatum and all these other cats, he was just giving them props, mellow and, it just like it just seemed like it wasn't no hater shit involved in it at all. You know what I mean? Just AI, just, just a real one.
0: Being, AI being AI. And if you think about it that's the character that he's been the whole time and knowing your strengths is a way to make yourself even more effective. And I think that's what makes it more impactful when he does talk cuz you know when he's saying something he's giving you exactly what he thinks he's giving It ain't you no real. bullshit.
2: And then he also kind of talked to like the whole tough guy shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it was <laughs> like said, oh. Go you take, you take it, you take it. I gotta, you
1: know. Yeah, go. he was saying like that was that was the only on the court persona that he did. Like he was tough on the court, but he said he was injured, smaller than everybody. All these other times, so like he wasn't the one that like caused confrontation, like all this sort of stuff. Like he was, he was the one actually building up the team. He was like talking about the time where he got yelled at by the coach nonstop, and he was like it was getting at him, uh, but he allows to go on Then he approached the coach like later on in that day in his office. And he was just like, Hey, thank you for allowing me to do that. Cause it proved a point. If I can be hard on you, then nobody else got anything to say after this little point. I can, I can just
2: ride everybody else the same way. And the other thing is like, he admitted, yo, I was never a thug. Like, even though I had tattoos and all these t- different types of things, like it resonated with me because just because you come from the hood or poor circumstances, like I'm not trying to, myself to AI, but there's plenty of dudes that come from, uh, you come from Miami. I come from New York. There's other cats that come from LA. They not street dudes. They just come from them areas, but you, you embody that, that area as well. You know what I mean? So you're not a tough guy.
0: You learn how to move, you learn learn how to move
2: move in in a room full of vultures. Right. So he was just Mm kind of saying that, that that's me, man. Like I, I am who I am. I never approach nobody with, on no, no no thug stuff. And they used to throw that on him a lot because of the tattoos, because of the braids, because of the do-rags. And he made he made everybody love it that was watching the game. Because if you yeah. think about it, a lot of the guys that come from football, basketball, black dudes, they come from them neighborhoods. They love to see somebody that look like them. And now you look at the NBA. How everything, how everybody on the NBA, you play 2K, how all them cats look? Exactly the same. Look like AI, just like AI. No dress code. Everybody allowed to be themselves. He took them lumps so that these guys can do that now. Like, even though he didn't win a championship, he's he's viewed as he's viewed as a champion. Like in our eyes, in my opinion icon in our generation, icon, huh? like
1: yeah. just a, just a, just a true icon. And then what he even said about this little portion, just talking about, uh, just be yourself. Like, that's all he was tra- trying to betray. He's like, I can't be these other people. You put me on the soup, That's not me. I gotta be me to actually go out there and perform. You got to allow these people to like, like, uh, be themselves and actually go out there to achieve something great. Uh, Hey, but he did talk about being a football player too. He said that was actually his first love.
0: Yeah. That's what's scary. I've, I've, seen, I was
2: like, I've seen the film from the documentaries. He was a, yeah, he, yeah, he he's a beast. was cold blood in
0: football. He was like real good. Like he probably easily could have went and played football if he would have wanted to. But I'm really glad the decision that he made. I think he was actually so influential to the culture, so influential to the to, to advancements in basketball as it is, just giving kids hope that you can be five foot nothing and lead a team. Before we close this out though. Before we close this out, where were you when he bopped up Mike?
2: Where were where were you when he bopped up, Mike? Like,
1: how did, how did he say he said he tired of talking on it? But it, it don't matter. That is your like like when you go up against a great and you able to like bring them down to your level and you that elevates you, man. Like you're gonna constantly like don't. I, I know he's tired of like he's saying he talked on it for years and years. Yeah, never get tired of that moment. That was the moment that actually
2: that said that you arrived. There was no social media. There was none of that. Like it, I just remember. Uh, my boys and I, like, yo, you saw what AI did the mic? Nah, nah, nah. So he recorded it on the uh, VHS yeah. at the time. So I had to go all the way to my homie crib. About that's like five, four or five blocks away to see the boom, 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 and boom. then. Well, we was like that meme, you know that meme where that one black kid with the glasses. Oh, <laughs> like, that's how we
1: <laughs> rewind it. we it. it was like I like must have watched seconds. that shit
2: like twenty. Times and then I, because I thought I was gonna be a hooper at the time. Everybody
0: went outside, and, and I yeah. went
2: right outside and practiced that goddamn crossover. And you, you could tell everybody in the hood could tell when somebody was setting you up for it. <laughs> <laughs> It was, <laughs> it was like once they was carrying it, had the ball right here. He's like oh he about to hit me with this shit. I'm about to foul his ass. Oh, I'm stealing it. One, <laughs> of, the One two, of the two. But you not crossing me like this. Her. Yo, no, but uh, but yeah, man, that, that's my memory, man. I remember me and my homie Renee. Shout out to him, man. But yeah. God
0: <laughs> nah, damn AI yeah, boy. Nah, you know what? You know what's gonna be another memory that you're gonna remember the day that they took him from the sidelines and made him a coach, Coach Prime. Deion Sanders becomes a head coach at Jackson State University. Fellas, this is big. This is big for a number of reasons. It's huge. For HBCUs, this put them on the map. And I don't know if you guys saw the the staff that he's trying to put together.
2: I don't know if that was real, Hurd. Like, um, based I on, I don't think the Warren, well, part, no, the Warren said, no, prime said it wasn't, wasn't real, for prime, sure. prime said it wasn't just, just to let you know.
0: Good. Cause that would have been ridiculous. But then let me ask you this question. If you are a five-star recruit and you play corner and you signed verbally and you committed to Alabama and Dion walk in and say, let me teach you how to play corner, bro, you got to listen. That's got to be something that you got to consider. If Dion comes in and says, "Put that back on," um, I can't. Man. If Dion comes back in and says, "Hey, come to Jackson State. I'm gonna show you how to get to the league and play cornerback." Fellas, this is this could be huge.
1: Uh, I want to see Chad Ochocinco on the team as well. Uh, like we see every everybody that he's still aligned with in the league and how he's coaching up these younger guys. We need him on the squad as well. Like, like those two would just, but I do want to hold y'all to something. Y'all said that that change wasn't going to happen. It's not. They got too much. They got too much. I said, this is the starting piece back when, uh, what was it? Mirka, Mirka uh the basketball. Uh-huh. And I said, hey, it's going to start some. All we need is more people to buy into it. You got to give up something for the future over here, right? And that seemed like what, what we got going on here. Now some of these players start coming in. The minute they, they get somebody drafted, man, the minute they get somebody drafted coming out of that program, man, the game to change. The game has
2: changed, fellas. I hate to be the uh, the Debbie Downer in the group, but I have to no, say, no, you got it. to be. I, Go ahead. I have to say it, man. Um, Dion has done a lot of things positive, and we we know Dion is a stand up guy, but uh, he also has to win as well. You know what I mean? He has to win. And then he also has to recruit his ass off. So I saw him on NFL Network and they were joking. And it also was, I think, on what, I forgot what NCAA channel, uh, maybe it was the SEC or whatever. Um, And then Urban Meyer was just joking with him. But he had admitted to, and maybe it was in jest that he hadn't even read the rule books on recruiting yet. On what he can and can't do and all these different type of things. So while they hired him, he's a oh, make no mistake. Make no mistake about it. Jackson State about to violate all the rules. But that—that's my point. That's my point. Like, there's a lot of things that Dion has to learn as far as the the the, the, the in and outs of everything. It's not just coaching. Um, he also has a failed program as well, to where he um, just dipped out of back in Texas and Dallas. You know what I mean? So there's a little, lot of little things behind that, and I'm not trying to shit on. Dion, but a lot of these big name guys come in these locations. Can they stand withstand the test of time? Can they withstand losing? Can they withstand building the program up over the next five to 10 years? Is he going to put in that type of time? Because this is that's what it's going to take. It's not going to take one Dion Sanders coming in, it's going to take Dion doing it okay. Yeah, a year four now they, they're possibly you know starting to make some noise now. Charles Woodson comes in now. Warren Sapp comes in and coaches this HBC. You know what I mean? Like it's gonna take time for people to to latch on because it's not the normal thing to do. So does Dion stay the test of time? It stand the test of time.
1: I think so because of right now, if you look at like the big an, uh, sports analyst right now, Shay Shay, HBCU. You got uh, Stephen A HBCU. You got uh, uh, Strahan. Strahan, he was on Good Morning America and everything. He came down there. Strahan donating the big-time money for it. HBCU. You got the right people backing, and I think they will keep in constant contact because too many people want to see this succeed for to allow it to fail. I think they will funnel good coaches towards that way, and they will build up this program. They will become a powerhouse. I do think the name... Alone will get him the recruits. The name alone
0: will get him the recruits. So my so question it's to y'all: uh, recruits. So hold on, It's going to get him recruits, but like, let, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. He's not just going to turn around and Jackson State going to be in the top twenty-five. Of you know what I'm saying? I believe he's going to get enough recruits to dominate at that level. And I don't think Deion stays at Jackson State. That's the problem I think you're going to run into. I think if he gets the program turned around, he gets snatched up to a bigger program sooner. So the question is going to be how much dedication does he have to stay and build the HBCU before he gets the if he does well, before he gets offered a better job.
2: And that's that's the thing, huh? Like he has a lot of, okay. He has a lot of shit going on right now. Right. So he just has a 21st and prime. He just started that podcast recently. Right. He just got the head coaching job. Um, You know, I know he quit uh, NFL Network and all that stuff. So my, my thing is, I just need to understand where Dion's focus is and what his long term plans are, because he can be just like every other coach that comes in. And I won't fault him because Urban Meyer did it and lots of others do it. They come in for two, three years, sell you a dream, and then all of a sudden they ain't the coach no more. I'm not holding it against him, but what I think of Prime and what I want him to do is a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? As far as what he can do for the HBCU programs overall long-term as far as sticking it out. So that's that's so, my only thing. And then that's what – um. Um, Bomani Jones had kind of brought up him, and I think uh first take kind of threw Bomani under the bus too. Yes, as it well, did. big time. So they, yeah, they put a clip out there as far as Bomani was saying the exact same thing I was saying, and that's what I was thinking at the same time. Like, you know, Dion kind of Dion, a good dude, but Dion also about Dion. <laughs>
1: Yeah. And, and, and I, I totally get where you're going on that and I can I can see what you say about that. And I can also see what you're saying about him not staying with the program. But I don't think him he needs to stay with the program. Like I said, I think this is going to attract other talent there, just having his name attached to it. And then these players and these uh, sports analysts, where they can funnel the other coaches, get them a good offensive coordinator, get them a good defensive coordinator. And then when it's time for him to go two, three years down the road, you have that program already built and you just, uh, they elevate up. And then once they get drafted, those players are getting drafted and players can see that they're going to still come to that team. and they And you're going to see other talent that get turned away at these other schools start going to these HBCUs to challenge this. And you can build up a competitive league. I think that's where it's going to come from.
0: Yeah, man. Well, we shall see is definitely something to sit back and, and look at. At the end of the day, it's still a positive look for the HBCUs and it's a step in the right direction. Actually, it's a huge step from where they were. And let's see what it grows into. See if Coach Prime
2: can make it. And one last thing, I'm not trying to be negative, you know, when we achieve a certain thing. I'm not I really not. But I know that when we are put in certain positions, we have to stick it out because it's the road. less us travel. You know what I'm saying? So we have, we got to stick it out like, OK, prime, you made your millions. You have your business ventures and all that. I'm just hoping that you stick it out so that somebody else can feel like they can come do exactly what you did. You are a trendsetter. So to speak right now. So I just want him to stick it out so that somebody else will come in and do the same exact thing. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks.
0: Hey, you. Yeah, I'm talking to you. The person that keeps listening, but you don't want to like, subscribe and share. Do me a favor, man. Help me help you. Giving you more episodes, giving you better content, and giving you a better product. How can you do that? Patreon. Become one of our members. We got three tiers. We have the $3, the $5, and the $10 tier. Either one can help us help you. So subscribe today at Patreon. Backslash DSC Podcast.
2: Music makes you lose control. Hip-hop, mm. a lot of shit done dropped, drop. A lot of oh. stuff we done missed. But first well, on the list look. is the man, the myth, the legend. He's so dope that when I first met Hud back in 2001, Hud had to you, steal his man. lyrics. You know who I'm talking about. It's Mr. <laughs> Carolina Blue Kicks. Hottest That's Ninja on the Block. That's what we're doing. Fresh out of room 302, still in Lil Wayne lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, boy, you knew it. It was only a matter of time till the yak got in me. Anyway, cold blooded cold-blooded. cold-blooded, man. Y'all on our on our live on our live feed that y'all got on me about them uh, eagles, man. I feel I still feel a certain type of way. I had to get you back. Had to get you back. <laughs> Held it in. Held it okay. in. Okay. But, with that All said, right. man, uh, Lil on Lil Wayne's birthday, he felt, you know, as nice to you know drop about nine, what maybe ten? Well, new ten. Tr- 10, 10, 10 new tracks, tracks. ten new tracks. Or the Carter five. Take it away, hood. How you feel about it, Dazzy uh, Lil Wayne staying on, on the uh pie.
0: Listen, man, first off, man, Wheezy F, man. He he blessed us with 10 tracks. Um, uh, deluxe, I'm Deluxe album for the Carter Five. Deluxe album to the Carter Five. Yeah. I give him five little deals. I don't care. i don't care what y'all say. I don't care what y'all say. In-depth now, analysis. Off, I, In-depth analysis all, I love it. For all you, for all you listeners out there, number one, usually when music drops, they gotta tell me about something and it takes me a little bit. But not when it's wheezy F. <laughs> when it's wheezy, I'm on it immediately. First off, the tracks on there. Um, more than the, more to the story, song with him and Ray oh, Absolutely nice. murdered it. Absolutely murdered the song um song that's controversial uh prayers and carries so like it i think it's hilarious it's it's effing good i think it's a great so i think it's funny um like he started off life of mr carter really i didn't really slow down until i got to siri just the sixth song in which i was i had you know it's okay um the song with him and post belong that was old so that really wasn't new to me um la Visa was pretty good and the 10th track on it. So if I'm rating it, honestly, out of 10 tracks, seven out of 10, eight out of 10, man. And if and That's a hell of a ratio for, for 10 tracks to me that I would constantly put in rotation. Three or four of them I'm rated to the gym playlist already.
2: Perez, I'll let you take it I'll, I'll close it out.
1: Okay. So Wayne started off top of the year, funeral. I love him that all this music that he's been dropping this year. He gives us deluxe to the funeral. A couple weeks ago, he uh, put No Ceilings up on the on the streaming services. Streaming services. Yeah. So he put them up there on the streaming service. <laughs> Listen at that. Now, two weeks later, he drops this. And it's just like, oh, I'm, I'm there for it. It's a couple good songs on here. It's a reason why these songs didn't make the album, though. What? It's a clear reason why they didn't make the album. Oh. Luxes are nice, but you, you <laughs> let's not get it twisted. I, I, I rolled into the rest of the album and I was bumping the songs again. I was bumping hard and like real. I was like, man, I haven't visited this album like, and not hard. Nah, uh yeah, I was. I, I have bumped this album in a while, man. So like, I started bumping that. What well, was the the the
0: can't be broken. Nah, 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 nah.
1: The Swizzy
0: song and stuff.
1: Oh, Uproar? Yeah, yeah. That's the one that was mopping.
0: Yeah. So,
1: I appreciate Wayne, what he's doing, just dropping all these random tracks and just throwing out music for us and everything. Uh, You can't complain about something that you dropping for free. So, I appreciate that. But, uh, is it making the top top of any of my list? Mm. Nah. Is it going to make it one or two songs and make it to a playlist? After that... And I, I wouldn't feel them, especially the F with them. F, F them Good or whatever you call them. Like that was trash.
2: Yeah, You're it was crazy. really trash. It, it was that that <laughs> was, that song was probably the worst out of the new songs. But of course, her would like that ratchet bullshit. So uh Yeah, yeah, yeah. He nasty. He nasty, y'all. Call him Mr. J. Uh,
0: <laughs>
2: but no man, uh I for what it's for what it's worth, man. Like sometimes, like I got, I got, I go through this process when I listen to music. Right, I got my shit I'm gonna revisit. I got that list that I have throughout the year. Then I got my gym playlist, and then I got shit I need to let me give it another chance because I I just don't have time to really consume it at the moment. This goes in that last batch. I don't really have a chance to consume it at the moment because although I heard some good things from Life of Mr. Carter. Moral of the story, which in all actuality, Raekwon had the better verse, but that's neither here nor there. Yes, he did. What? Yes, Um, he he did. did. He did. Scotty, that shit's going to my gym playlist. Siri, gym playlist. Lost, something I gotta listen to a little bit more because it has some in-depth Wayne where he really spitting. Um, Life of Mr. Carter and probably, Lost is probably the two ones, where he actually just rapping and you like, okay, this is the Wayne I like. So, the other ones he's rapping about bullshit, and it's cool, but like yo, at this age, man, like here's the thing, like you know, we we know what we like Wayne for. I'm not sure if uh, it's maybe my expectations are too high, but like I wanted to speak on something like that's of his age. Speak, speak, speak to to something that's of what you're going through right now, like bro, we both 38. You know what I'm saying? Like, come, come with something that I can identify with as a 38 year old. He did. Bro, come on, man. He not. He not. He really not. He's just talking a lot of bullshit. Tell me how you can, you relate relate you to can play. Good. You can play. Because he's talking about
1: by having the multiple girlfriends. See, he
0: kicked the eye for having a I can't relate. I don't have multiple girlfriends right now. I'm a married man. That part. I can't relate to that. <laughs> I'm a married man. I'm
2: sleeping with the same woman every night. It's not I can't relate.
0: Well, I'm a little more excited about sleeping with the same woman than you are, apparently. But
2: <laughs> no, I said I can't relate. <laughs> No. What the are you talking about, Bobby, don't, put,
0: don't put that on! Don't put that on my name. <laughs> Paybacks <up>, a <man>. bitch. <laughs> no,
2: no, no, don't put that on my name. No, 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 no! <laughs> That'll be Ricky
0: Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Next Let's album. I don't care what y'all talking about. Um, hey, so listen. Away from the greatness of Wayne, um. I don't know if y'all listen to it. No, 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 go ahead. I'll let you run it. No, what
2: what, what did you listen to? I'm excited. What did yeah, you listen to? Yeah, yeah. I, I need to do know whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm going
0: to listen to the, I listen to the um the Tory Tory Lanes.
2: Mm. no we, we not that.
1: we not we won't wait for that. Yo, I ain't ready for that. Yeah. Hold on. I'm up, not let's ready hold off me. on that. Let's, let's, let's get to the that.
2: stuff we listen to that we don't have. Yeah, yeah. We going to come with. back to it. Yeah. Uh Mazi. Okay.
1: What was the name
2: of the album? Occupational hazard. Occupation, Occupational hazard. You want mm-hmm. me to start because I know this is your guy. I can yes, start. Go ahead. So um, this motherfucker really love gang banging, man. <laughs> like, huh? It's some dudes where you could just be like, I believe you. You are, <laughs> you are a gang banger. Like you are a fuck for real. Like you live this shit. Like yeah, it's a, it's embodied. Like his his raps and his storytelling ability is second to none of, of what I'm listening to right now. Like I I'm I'm lost in his music as soon as I listen to it. I'm in I'm in whatever part of Sacramento that he's from. I'm there. The entire you you go there. I'm okay. there. I'm there. And I know y'all know what I'm talking about when you listen to people that you like that's not from where you from. Where you go to that hood. So. My, the, the songs I like off of this one is uh Living What You Know with Sue Surf. They they dropped the project. Oh. I don't know what the project name is. Prayers, you know what it is what it is? Look it up for me uh, while I keep going. Okay. Um so Living What I Know featuring Sue Surf. He's a battle rapper, URL TV, Smack DVD, and all that good stuff. That's a really dope song. That's the last song Same 40, talking about a gun, of course. Uh Don't Play Fair with Wale. That's a little bit more women centric and then four different skits those are four joints that caught my attention right off the rip but when I tell you this is one of them albums to where if you listen to it you will become a Mozzie fan I don't care who you are whether you listen to Lil Wayne a lot or whether you listen to hip hop in depth and you just don't know about Mozzie it's Mozzie um, what unconditional what is it what's the name of it again uh, occupational, occupational Hazard. Occupational Hazard. My bad. Occupational Hazard. Uh, it's, it's and he dropped two projects this year, too. Yeah. Both of them fire. Yeah. Catch, up, it was, catch up. Don't jump it was, on the
1: bandwagon late. It was Blood Cousins with uh,
2: Sue Sir. Yeah. Blood Cousins with yeah, Sue Sir. That was it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah.
1: But yeah, man, like, man, he just, like you say, like, he takes you to that. Like, every time, like, I ain't, I ain't, I be forgetting, like, how Mozzie make you feel and, like, how, how his raps just, like, bring you in. Like, you you feel, like, exactly what he going through or the situation
2: that he in, you know? I be and feeling you mean, like going to work, shoot shit up, man. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I mean, I, I, was, know, just play, I was just
2: <laughs> playing, man. But he put me, he put me in that mind space to lift extra weight or two.
1: But he's making good music behind it. It's not just like that hardcore, just like, you know what I mean? Like, you got to be in that. Like, he, he had, he shoes good music selection behind it, like good beats and everything. And then uh, he has good features. Sue Surf in him, man. Like, the way they match up, man, it's just amazing, man. Like, I'm, I'm loving they, their tracks that they do together now. Uh, the Wale track, uh, what, Don't Play Fair, right? Yeah. Yeah, Don't Play Fair. Uh, that one's a nice one The intro Good Like man Mozzie I could put put it on Press play I'm gonna listen through it All the way through man Like in this This has been on his past Just the second one Like that's like that now I think the one before that I skipped around And just pulled a couple Songs off of it But these fast too, Man I just hit play And I just I'm in that zone I, I gotta listen at The whole album
2: Yeah man We can go on and on With this Mozzie uh, For days man but, but let's move on To um, Spillage Village JID, Earth Gang, Black, Mariba. Come
1: Cash, I you blame think? you for this. I blame you for this. Why the hell didn't I know this was a group? We listened at all these artists. Why the hell didn't I know that they had a group? And why you ain't put me on their past albums? The
2: reason why is because I didn't know. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's the reason why. Had I known, like, yo, right after this, like what? I'm not right after this, but you know, next week, I'm probably all next week. I'm going to listen to like three or four of their old projects. Spillage, village, figure it out, spell it, whatever. You going to find
1: me. How did this happen? How did these artists get together, wind up together? Like, cause I mean, they make good individual projects. Huh? You listen Great. to black. individual projects. Even project. Hud know who Black
2: is, right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. So even if he know who Black is, it got to tell you that this is a solid group. Now, when I'm telling you, uh, these cats give me, they, I'm shit. I'm just gonna say it. Dungeon Family vibes. I mean, Dungeon Family Outcast vibes. I get, I get that from these guys. It's just they just make beautiful music, man, and. You, uh this is again. Once you, it's crazy to go from Namazi right? And mm-hmm. then we go to to this. I, that's what I miss about my hip hop. Take me to your world and yeah. make me like it, and make me like it. Make the dope shit that make me like. And this is exactly what they did, man. Um, I like so what's the whole your stand? I track. Uh, it's so cohesive, you know. <laughs> 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 uh,
1: hey, he, he's still a much he's no, still there no, for oh, i, I your cohesive
2: he, word he, because <laughs> you know you always use that shit for it, just to say something's nice. It's nice, man. But anyway, uh, of course, the lead single "Baptized," um, Mecca is another one, and Judas or whatever. So I picked three different vibes purposely to if you're not on their wave, so that you can just go listen to it and you catch three different vibes. And if you like it, you like it. But if you I don't, pick it's one. on you.
1: I can't pick any. I can't pick any. I hit play and it seems like it's just one collective piece. Like, it's just like all go together. Like, every song sounds that good and it has no dip in it. It has no dip in this whole album. And as you would expect for all these great artists being on the same, like, album together, amazing. This this record is just amazing. I'm I'm looking forward to actually jumping back into it this week, you know, just. I'm playing it at work. I don't think it's it's one of those things I could just have on the background at work too. Like I don't think it's went way deep in, like, you know, it didn't have too many explicit lyrics like up in there. Like you could just play it in the background.
2: Hud, I don't know what type of music you like. But <laughs> ain't nothing, nothing, nothing. it definitely ain't this. But
0: <laughs> but hey, I can tell the excitement. It,
2: it is it is really good. Um it's, it's one of them try albums that's mozzie out. No, it's one of yeah, you were like Mozzie for real. I think if it, out of the two, you probably would gravitate more towards Mozzie because of your um, your uh, gangster background and all that. Yes. <laughs> thug life. Yeah, thug life background, you know, with Ross and shit and, you know, being a bodyguard for him and not allowing your friends to <laughs> take,
0: take part. You really gonna can't keep can't
2: doing it nah, they can't even take it. <laughs> Cash, who this? <laughs> you know? <laughs> 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 who are you? <laughs> Hey, this boy waved <laughs> me from across the room like, hey, Cash, I see you. <laughs> he, would.
0: Was he was. A, real all
2: real. I saw was this in slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> he was hey, having man. a time of his hey, life, man. man.
0: How you doing that? Man? Man, I, he's I, supposed I was to be bodyguard. In, he's I was to be in bodyguard. VIP
2: with damn mall.
0: <laughs> you was where? Where were you at?
2: In VIP with Maul. VIP. <sighs> you, like you was out with the common. I wasn't with the common folk, but I wasn't with Ross. Anyway, so what's the next village, one?
1: Village? Uh, but but I want to say like this is a Dreamville project, right? Absolutely. Man, J. Cole just get to eat
2: for yeah. free. Yeah, he done for came free up on the gym.
1: <laughs> like I don't know how he got them and just under his little imprint. But is he giving them the masters? Is he gonna get into masters?
2: I don't know. I don't think he <laughs> Kanye though. But let's let's figure it out. He ain't gonna tell all his business though. All right. <laughs> but uh, next one we got up. Uh, which one you wanna get into? Action Bronson, ASAP Ferg. Uh, oh.
1: I'm not an Action Bronson fan. I'm not.
2: Oh I yeah. Did, I, I'm,
1: I'm, go ahead, talk about it because tell me why I should listen To this album. Me coming as a person who's not a fan and just think that he just steals his flow and everything from another artist. I ain't gonna mention the artist, but
2: All right. we'll talk about it offline. Let me switch the view here on uh, Zoom to single person view because I got this. All right. So basically, Action Bronson sounds like Ghostface Killer, right? That's okay. it. You said. It. You said that's it. it. That's where the buck stops. That's where, that's where it stops. Like the dude, like when you're talking about um, taking you to different zones and different sounds and all that, the dude had Indian sounds on here. He had uh, Indian sounds, Arabic sounds on here. He had shit from the early 80s. He had shit from the 90s. He had shit that's current. He got production from Alchemist, Derringer, Harry Frog. I know you like Alchemist and, and Harry Fraud prayers. Yeah, mm-hmm. I see you shaking your head. I see. You. But what I'm saying is he just got that flavor and he talk. It, it's just a coded language when you listen to his raps and that I can appreciate because it's not like everybody else. I appreciate you not sounding like everybody else. You know what I mean? He's from Queens. He's from the, from the city, of course. And he just got a dope ass project on his hands, man. Again, Golden Eye, Splash and C twelve H sixteen and two. Those are coordinates, of course. Those are the, those are the standout tracks. I like the entire album. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not going to lie, or uh, whatever. He's a philanthropist. You know, he's a cook. He's a chef, right? Yeah, yeah. he's a cook. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he does a lot, man, on Vice TV. But not, not, in all honesty, I'm just joking. But he's a really dope dude, man. Really funny individual, and he's very witty as far as the bars. If you like bars and you like beats and you like rapping you can't go listen at Detroit listen too. to got action you. Bronson <laughs> he's disrespectful he's just a disrespectful southerner um, <laughs> I'm on the pod with two of them actually but whatever
0: but yeah <laughs> I, think he, I, I action Bronson sounds good
2: no he he is dope man like he yeah, is he, dope. he he got a unique he's like, an acquired he, taste yeah all right next one ASAP fur did y'all listen to it This is something that her will like. This is something that her will like. See,
0: I'm actually upset because I actually think I would have liked this one, but I haven't heard it yet. So please give me something to get me a little more motivated about it. All right. 10 songs of gym music. 10 straight songs of gym music. No
2: doubt about it. Every last one of them went to this. So you remember the joint, the Shorty Mulatto from uh, the rap game with Jermaine Dupri?
0: Yeah.
2: She on there cutting up. Like... Really, Miss Mulatto? Miss Mulatto. yo, I like yo. This she ain't. She, she 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 grown woman, Mulatto Now, did you see her uh, her freestyle on the um, on Double on. XL shit? No. Yeah, she had the best freestyle on Double XL Freshman List. I'll send it to y'all later. But so yeah, she, he had her on there. He also had he has Lil Wayne on there with a song called No Ceilings. Lil Wayne with the fuck off better than I anything better than anything on Carter 5 uh, stop the it re- it is I, well, the, okay. deluxe yeah. the deluxe forcer right Yeah, deluxe yeah you know when I start listening to music and that little tear just come out the eye when I'm like ooh that's that's what that's what Wayne did, man. Miss Mulatto got an actual album out. Miss Mulatto got one, man. And then uh, that's a, that's a derogatory term, so I ain't gonna say it no more. But, yes, yes, yes um, it is. Yes. But that's what she I named herself. That, name. that was, I she named herself that, and I that's that's what it is. I'm sorry, it's a derogatory term, but I'm just naming them. Miss, yeah. Anyway, so no ceilings with Wayne. In it is with Miss, you know, who I just said, and then Value, which is just Ferg by itself. Those three, listen, to those three. I guarantee you will listen to the rest, absolutely. And first, well, she got a whole album. Yeah, man, she been at a whole album, man. She been off the rap game for quite some time, man. How you on the pod with us and you be missing music? Y'all ain't never seen putting no Miss Mul- Mulatto in the game. Yeah, we definitely it I'm just definitely, came out in August. I'm definitely not putting you on the Miss Mulatto ever. But <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is that young lady, Gucci can, Man,
0: Twenty One Savage, yeah, she can rap, bro. She
2: can rap, bro. She rap. Um, I'm not taking that away from her. The last two times I've heard her was on a freestyle. She part of a
1: reality show or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm telling you. On you on a, uh, Netflix. That explains why show. you know who it is. Okay, okay. I'm I'm following now.
0: That's probably exactly the only reason why I know who it is. <laughs> they watching, I'm watching season
1: two right now. Yeah, she's probably is she on like Survivor yeah. or is she on one of the ratchet shows?
0: Okay, okay. It's okay. not so ratchet. It's not out. ratchet. Hey, Winston put me onto this new show. Check this out. And it's not like Survivor, Prince, but it's survival, and I think you would like it. I'm so I know this is so off-kill. It's called Alone. It's on Hulu. So they take ten random people and they put them out in the middle of nowhere. They give them like ten things that they get to pick to survive, and the person who lasts the longest get five hundred thousand. Yo, it's dope. I gotta, got to I home. gotta have Winter on at some point. Oh, so they, so just I throw, can... they just throw them in the woods. They put them in like different locations. Like right where they at right now, Bay. They like, right now they're in Alaska. So they just drop. There's no game to it. There's no voting people off the island. There's no crap like that. All right. It's literally survival, son. What are y'all? All right. All right. So do, 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 okay.
2: do, I got one last thing. One last thing. No, no,
1: no, no. I got so I, Oh, on that
2: album. Not on the album. Oh, you got some on the music?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to talk about
2: Laird June. Okay, go ahead, Larry June. Okay. Take it away, uh,
1: Larry. Larry June, the Orange Season, man. This it's a simpler album, man. They only got like I what seven songs on it. All of it's fire. It's another one of those, just like uh, uh, the Spillage Village that we talking about. You you go in there, you hit play. Uh, for y'all who don't know, uh, Iggy one who put put me on to this. Like last time we had our collab podcast, he put me on that Larry June. So checking for him now. Uh, this one came out. He's right. He's like a dumb Kennedy-type flow-type guy, but he does it with a little bit more swagger than dumb Kennedy has been doing it lately. He actually uh, draws me in a little bit more than dumb, actually. So I'm loving the flow for San Francisco. Got, what was your thoughts on
2: it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I liked it a lot. Seven's tracks, in and out It's real smooth player shit. I like it when I'm drinking and I'm just doing shit around the house or I'm about to go out. That's when I play it. Larry June, dope. He has another project. I forget what the name of it is, but look up Larry June, spell exactly how I said it. Go back and listen to all his shit from 2020, 2019. Catch up. If you like that, then go back further in the discography. Kids. Thank is you, dope. Iggy. Yeah, another appreciate like it, Iggy. Um,
1: Iggy's loudmouth podcast.
2: Yeah. Last one. Um uh, projects I want to mention, but I haven't listened to, but they're guys that I fuck with. Uh problem. Coffee and Kush volume one and two. Yep. Dom Kennedy, Rap and yep. Roll, that just came out. And then I'm going to also go back and listen to all the Spillage Village that I have not caught up with because I can't be a fan of Spillage Village and not know the history. So that's exactly what I'm going to do. So you're an instant fan of that whole group? Or oh, like every last one of them. <laughs> every last one of them. <laughs> I'm going to find it. And if I, don't, if I don't have their music, I'm going to download it because they all dope. Song with Chance the Rapper and and yo, it's just good, man. It's just really good. That project is really good. Um, but with that said, man, uh oh shit, one last thing. Two Hi, old yeah. ass legacy acts came out, and I I hate to not mention them, um, but you also got Public Enemy just came out with something. And then they they got the um uh, Fight the Power 2.0 with Nas Rhapsody, Black Thought, YG, and Quest Love on it. That's the only song that I like. I mean, I ain't listen to the old thing, but I'm just saying. <laughs> That's something to put out there. I am just I just want to put it out there for the old heads. And then um, Arrested Development came out with something as well.
1: Arrested Development?
2: Yeah, called Take Don't... Take
1: me to another place. Uh, yeah, yeah oh, they okay. came out
2: with something too. So it's called Don't Fight Your Demons. I just wanted to put that out there for the legacy acts. I'm not going to listen to it. I'm not advocating for it, but I'm just saying, if you're old head and you like them two groups, they got something out. And that's all cash has
0: well cash i mean that's a lot of music so yeah. i mean you you've actually given me something to listen to i'm actually gonna go check out his asap Ferg. i love i love gym stuff and i'm gonna check out this little miss a lot of, i know she had like four she got like four albums i know we're going long
1: i know we're going long but we got to speak on this kanye right
2: no do we have to yes okay we, we got to right we got to we got to all right, so Kanye,
1: he came out and he told everybody, like, hey, Universal, they're treating us like slaves, modern day slavery, all this, you got to give back your masters. Lo and behold, he goes by the same type of contract with his artists. So they called him out. Same Said, shit hey, with you Diddy.
2: Out? Same shit with Diddy, though.
0: And
1: he said that he's going to give them back. We'll wait to see if he's actually going to do that in writing. We'll love to see that. But uh, he did put out there on social media that he's going to give their the portion that he on. He said 50%. So that tells me another, I don't know where the other percentages goes to or whatever. He's going to give it back to the artist. That's a win. But it just feels like, you He jumped out and he said this and he said he's going to do this. But if you have a business that's built up on getting revenue off all these other items, how are you going to maintain and keep the business going with uh, with giving away that revenue? You know what I mean? Like, I'm, are he thinking about his employees that work for him and with him just saying he's going to give back all this money? How are he going to keep those people employed? Or he's just going to say, oh, it's done uh, people just release their music out on like Spotify on your own. You keep your masters, everything. I'm just an imprint to help you promote. I I, I don't understand that portion. I don't really think that he thought about the full business aspect of what, what he's saying that he's going to do.
2: Yeah. So like you said, you're going to have to think about the entire business prospect of the people that the minions, right? So to speak, the people that actually do the fucking work, the team that is in the house that does everything for you. Most artists that are, um, self-sufficient right now, the J. Coles and the teams like that, they have everything in-house that they do. The, what can a label do for them? Which is most artists right now. So, my thing with Kanye, right, is like, while what he's saying, 100% spot on. These contracts need to be restructured. Motherfuckers been getting taken advantage of for years. Wake up, hug. But What I'm saying is... <laughs> Every time you yawn, at it, i catch you. But uh, no, but every time these guys uh, get taken advantage of and all that stuff, I'm going to advocate for that because Kanye is actually speaking truth to power, right? But at the same time, you got to do, you got to be real about what you're doing to your own artists as well. S- speak on the five contracts that you had with Depth Jam. Uh, Sorry, if it's not Def Jam, whatever. But let's just say it's Def Jam, right? Speak on those five contracts to where you took the money and not your master's. Mm-hmm. Right? That's true. Speak on that because you need to be honest and transparent by, okay, I took this money because at the time I wanted to do XYZ. It was a business for you. You need to do that. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, who's to say that? Like, all right, for example, hub, right? Let me bring you in the conversation because, you know, that's what I do because I see you falling off. Somebody told me, you made a comment, right, a while ago when we had a, a home buy 101, where you was like, I just bought my money, my, my um house with cash, right?
0: A lot of people mm-hmm. don't
2: think that's smart, right? Mm-hmm. But that's what you need to do for you in your pockets and what your situation was, right? So Kanye is doing his thing for what his situation is, whatever his bills are. But if you're going to step out and say some shit about the record industry and the contracts and how you move, you got to give context as well. And that's my, my thing that Kanye doesn't do. He doesn't give the context as to, OK, I'm going to give my artist back his master, their masters. But, bro, you already did this. You, you know, know what I'm right? saying? Like, I got you.
0: You know what I mean? So you well, I, did. I understand what you're saying. I think Kanye put out the part of the story that Kanye wanted to put out, which he typically does. So that's why, that's one of the reasons why I'm not it's, so super gassed about right. getting into it because that's how Kanye operates.
1: And that's so always, it's
0: always the stuff that benefits him. Exactly. And what he's saying, it makes sense. And long as it was benefiting him. But then when somebody called him out on his side, he's saying he's going to do this. But your actions speak so loud. I can't hear what you what you're saying. I want to see what really happens and what he really puts out. And that's when that's when the true definition of what he does is going to mean something.
1: But the reason because he's why- saying like right now he right now he want to be on Adidas board, Gap board before he do any more funding. Like I'm gonna wear sneakers, again. I'm gonna wear Jordans again until Adidas put me on their board and stuff like this. So you feel like you getting taken advantage of, and if you go reset. Uh, the way contracts are done and you ain't helping out like you get, now you're going to need to get big Sean and they own the dealers with you. I think uh, uh, two, two chains is on there with them. Right. Are you going to get them a seat at the table? Or are you just thinking about you only at this point? Right. Like what are you really doing to actually like help out the people? Or is it just Kanye who needs to be there?
0: And then everybody else is still keeping their same. It's subsequent, and I yeah. think that's the problem. I think Kanye's out for Kanye. He's not out for everybody. And as long as he's benefiting from it and he's keeping his name relevant, he's winning. That, just, and just, I think that's yeah. always a part of his ploy.
2: My thing
1: and is it's just, not smart business for companies just to constantly give up. I'm gonna give you a board seat.
0: Like how how often they gonna give up somebody else's board seat? That's a, that's another part of that. I don't think that I don't get. Like you you dude you pretending like you didn't realize the business that you was jumping in. Like you got into this business and you got the deal you got. And when you signed it, you were excited about it. You had lawyers present. They didn't hide. This is always in the writing. And I'm not saying it's the great deal, but you the fool that signed it. And now you want It's like an NBA plan re- renegotiate because you had a good season. And now you want all the money in the world. Like, come That's on, That's exactly
2: like, what it is. It's like, you know, you you showed and Now you want to adjust the contract. But no, the contract say it's for this amount of time. Exactly. But at the same valid. time. When, when If we give it to sports, right, Hug? Um, shit, Julio Jones just flashed on my screen, so I'm going I'm to use Julio Jones as an example. Julio Jones has the leverage to say, nah, fuck that. Fuck that contract. I want this. What you going to do, Atlanta? You going to give him that bread, right? Because you, you want to keep that talent around. So at all, everybody is not in the Kanye realm, right? Everybody can't do that shit. Guap Dad four thousand can't do (laughs) what Kanye West does. Um, um, Lupe Fiasco can't do what Kanye West does. Like they're not in the same stratosphere when you're talking about accomplishments.
0: You know what I mean? But I think the record labels, and that's why. They, but I think that's why the record labels switched it. and said, "What are you gonna do with your artists? Because if you're trying to make us lose money, let's see you lose money too, and see if you willing to do the same thing." Yeah. So yeah, it can go on that long.
1: Yeah, yeah, and uh, I think Lupe. You spoke on Lupe Fiasco. He put out a, a rant basically on it, man. But like he spoke a lot of facts about oh, like man. how the inner workings goes on there. So yeah, it's 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 good stuff, man.
2: I, I was boy, Max like, just messed up. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it.
1: Hey, stop. All right,
2: I'm going. <laughs> what? Just what? Just what? Just stop. <laughs> what? Just stop. Yo, how right are you going right. to cut off the whole conversation? Hey, wrap this up. Wrap this up. Yo, yo, the game started like 20 minutes ago. He was like, yo, you were introducing introduced him. Wrap it soccer. up. <laughs> 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 yo, if y'all hey, can just see going. Brad's we- face right there.
0: Wrap it up. <laughs> Come on, man. Let's go. Hey, we, I want to thank y'all for coming on the pod with us this morning, man. We're going to wrap it up for Prez, man. Hey, press Hey, y'all just gave him a first down, man. Y'all had it three and a half. And y'all ruined it.
1: Um, <laughs> but... Wrap it, wrap up the show. Let's go. Hey, we done. We
0: done. I'm about to I'm about to sign off right now. Everybody, wrap up here, y'all. But thank y'all for tuning in, man. Y'all can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube, DSC underscore podcast. <laughs> Everywhere you can find us, man. Let's go, Cam. Oh, let's do a quick, oh, Cam. Quick, quick
1: quick rundown of the oh touchdown, Patriots. Quick quick rundown of our Patreon supporters since you're saying Patriots, whatever.
2: Like, uh, <laughs> hey, let's let's get go it. Ahead, run it real quick. <laughs> let's get it. Hey, first up, we got my boy Jamie. Big blue. That's my boy Blue.
0: Next up, we got the boy Marty. <laughs> Marty, all through your body, Blue like a target shot. Feel me, bad boys, move silence. Let's take that, take that, take that,
2: take that. <laughs> Next up, we got, got French, Yeah, we got the, <laughs> the Frenchman <Franchois>. himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh. He builds the layers. He's the bricklayer of this whole thing. First guy to <laughs> yeah. ever yeah. believe in us. You
0: can't go without this guy. Yeah. You know, our bills don't get paid. Our bills don't start getting paid. Patient. That's right. That's right. That's him. The foundation.
1: Corey. Corey.
2: Damn. Damn. Uh, we got a uh, Quay. What we got for Quay? Quay, uh... Quay, Quay. Hey, did you we, make a hey, one Quay, for Quay, Quay yet? Hey, I, about... I,
1: I, yeah, I sent it to y'all. We, did y'all, did y'all get it? Where these nah, but we, 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 we came up with something. Well, yeah, so, I, I sent it to you. We'll we, we have it ready for next week.
0: All right, we It's cool. hey. in y'all y'all
1: email box. So all all right. Right. when
0: you, when you hear, it's gonna be. We got something for you. All right. Next up, we got Arrow Man. Arrow Jackson. Lucius Aloysius I'm Jackson. I'm sorry, Ms. Jackson. Ooh, I am Ooh. for real. <laughs> click, click. That's the sound of his camera.
2: <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, We got the man Bird. Bird, man. What happened to that happened boy? Bird,
0: man. Birdman. Have you ever seen that cartoon? <laughs> nope. Yeah. It's <laughs> like Caveman. Yeah, 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 yeah let's go. <laughs> Yeah, but let's not add that part to it no more. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to do something different, spontaneous yeah, yeah. and shit. Yeah. Okay. What else? Who got next? A man, Ryan. Ooh, Derek Carr fumble. Oh, Lord. Jack Ryan? I'm just. I'm just Jack I, Ryan. I'm not
2: listening let's go ahead and get through this. Let's just ignore him for now.
0: It's killing him. All right. We got my man, Manuel. <laughs> Mo money. Mo money, Mo money, Mo money. All right, next up we got my man Jared. On, what leJ J on the track?
2: Lil' J on the drag. We got Matt a Sweet Kush, K- K's a Kush.
1: <laughs> follow him on Follow him on Twitch. Hey, he just tried like a he was playing Warzone last night. He was trying to get on the Air Force team or something like that. It was crazy.
2: Hey man, more party, man. Hopefully it works out. Um, better for you didn't yeah, the S crater, the Air Force has a video game team. Yep, yeah. that's awesome, man. That's, that's awesome. Like Maybe that's dope. Maybe his team could finally win at something. Because the Browns ain't <laughs> winning <at> nothing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just like the Eagles. <laughs> oh man, We, like, man, really man. Low, man. Low, we gotta get you low,
2: got it. We low, gotta give you shit every week, man. You know, all right As the right. Eagles Browns fan. That's it. That's it, man. That's all we got, man. Thank y'all for y'all continued support. Yeah, we're gonna try to stream to more outlets, you know what I mean, get more um influence and, and all that stuff. But with that said, as you can see, right. my boys are highly distracted. Their teams are playing yeah, right now. The They're trying, the trying to get off, you know what I mean? My my team just threw an interception. So with that said, man, uh uh <laughs> right, boys, I wish you guys the worst. And um,
0: let's let's get back on here next week. All right, all right. All it takes is one like, one share, and one comment, and you can help us grow. The DSC underscore podcast, a.k.a. Don't Sleep on the Couch.